Ready? So if you're taking notes, this is it. Colour is always better. That's the title. What was that? Colour is always better. When we, uh, as Leanna said last week, uh, we at youth, we can talk. We got mouths. We talk when our parents tell us not to. Let's, well, we're allowed to talk at youth. So um, encourage me, build me up. Um, another thing with your phones, Instagram, One Youth SA, Facebook, One Youth SA. Uh, get onto us, like us, follow us, and then hashtag One Youth SA. Feel free to take snaps, post up, Josh, the best preacher, hashtag One Youth SA. I don't know, whatever it is, but um, uh, that would be awesome as. So who's heard of the TV show Pimp My Ride? West Coast Customs. All right. Well, um, we, we're in South Australia, right? We live in Port Lincoln. So we're at the start of the West Coast of like, South Australia. So technically, kind of, forget like West Coast Customs, Pimp My Ride. We're like West Coast One Youth SA, Pimp My Pulpit. Yeah, yeah you reckon? West Coast Pimp My Pulpit. Um, um, that's just something cool. We uh, got a bit more of a glow stick bling going on. Um, hopefully it doesn't take too much of your attention. I thought that was just a cool way to start. But so, colour night. Let's all get on the same page. Um, who's who has done or does like art at school? Any hands? I've done it. Done art at school. Now, uh, this either could be you or you know someone who's like it. If it's not you, they frustrate you. But if it's you, um, you love it. Um, what it is is so. Who knows the art purist? So by that, you. This is like I'm not an art purist. I just did art because it's a subject and it was all I really had to choose out of. And so I'd go to art and I'd be like, "Hey, um, Liana, can you pass me the black paint, uh, the black coloured paint? Sorry." And then Liana would say she's an art purist. Uh, black's a shade, not a colour. And then you'd be like, "Hey, um, Carmel, can you pass me the white coloured paint? White's not a colour; it's a shade." And so, like for me, those art purists were like, "You know what I meant? Just pass me the black shade of paint, please." But um. Or you'd be like, pencil, hey, can you just pass me that black um, coloured pencil? Black's not a colour, it's a shade. And I'm thinking, I'll give you a shade. Shade's what you put on your eyes, um, like shades. I'm thinking, I'll give you a shade, like, block, like covered from the sun. And another shade, I think, shade, I'll give you shade. That's a style of um, drawing, like shading. But um, that's just my uh, bit of anger against um, art purists. But so obviously we know that colour is anything but black and white. That's the truth. I don't disagree, but it's just so frustrating when you're just saying, asking a basic question and someone has to be like, no, it's a shade, not a colour. But so we obviously know that from that, colour is anything but black and white. Amen? Amen. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, try and get serious now. So who's got their Bible? Shake it in the air like you're proud of it. Woo! I got mine. Um, tonight is going to be the best message ever to have your, your paper Bible. Because if you don't, you just I miss half of it. But I encourage you every week, bring your Bible because it's, it's helpful. But Luke 24.32, for taking notes, write that down. Luke 24.32. And so um, we're just going to read verse 13 to 16 just for some background. Then we're going to read that Bible verse and that's going to springboard us into some awesome stuff. So that same day, two of Jesus' followers, say two. Two of Jesus' followers uh, travelled to the village of Emmaus, I think, and then seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them, but God kept them from recognizing him. Hmm. So that's a bit of background for us. So this is a verse we're going to concentrate on. Verse 32, so Luke 24, 32. Then they said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? And so we saw there that um, these two disciples, they had 
a chat with Jesus, but obviously it said before that they were blinded, so they didn't, and there was Jesus there, but they didn't recognize Jesus as Jesus. But they said, didn't our hearts burn within us when they spoke to him? So keep that in your mind that when Jesus speaks to us, we have a burning in our hearts, but I'll keep going. So who's ready? Who's ready? Yep. So just bow your heads if that's comfortable for you now and close your eyes and we're just going to pray and let Jesus just do what he wants to do. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here right now. We thank you that you're, you're talking to us, that you're speaking to us. We thank you that you can speak through me, that you're going to speak through me, that people can leave this place better, Jesus, that people can leave this place in, a, uh, in contact with you, Lord. And just like we read those two disciples there, they uh, may not have recognized you, but their hearts burnt when you spoke to them, Lord. Jesus, we may not recognize you all the time, but we know when... Uh, that burning in our hearts from when you speak to us. And so we just pray that we can have that revelation tonight. And we all said, amen. Awesome. So color is always better. Say that. Color is always better. So the only time, who's played Mario Kart? Okay. The only time color is not better, this is my only exception, is Rainbow Road. Who knows, who knows what I'm saying? Rainbow, you're playing Mario Kart and you're like, this is the best game. Rainbow Road wrecks it. You're like, you never want to see color ever again. It's a horrible one. So other than that, color is always better. Apart from Rainbow Road on Mario Kart. That's horrible. That's the worst color. You know, you're like, you're like, bring on black and white, please. Bring on shades because I hate Rainbow Road. But uh, so color is always better. I'm going to give us a few examples. So who studies? Who fakes it? But who studies? But when you study, this is something that I used to do occasionally, is you'd get a highlighter out and you'd highlight the best bits. And so then when you're going and when you're going to re- uh, more, more revive for a test. Is that the right word? Revive? Res, res, what is it? Revise. Yeah, so when you go to do that, you get out your highlighter and you go look for the colour because they were the best bits. So colour is always better. So you go, okay, this is the bits that I obviously needed to concentrate on, which were good, and what I needed to hear. So colour is always better like that. Another one is days and weather. So um, who knows, like, when you see a cloudy day and it's all dark, you're like, today sucks. It's horrible. It's so not cool because you don't see very... Like the colours are limited and it's very dull. But when it's a bright, sunshiny day, bright, sunshiny day, um, you see it and you're like, wow, today's awesome because there's colour. It's, it's just beautiful. Why? Because colour is always better. Yep, I agree. Another one, plants. This is a powerful one. So when a plant has no colour, it's dead. Yeah? When it's brown and no colour, it's dead. But when a colour is healthy and alive, it has colour. So if a plant has no colour, it's dead. So... When you see a live plant, colour is always better because it's alive, not dead. Amen? Uh, animals and birds. Now, this is one I have never, ever heard someone say to me, wow, look at that. What's the example idea? Look at that magpie. It's so awesome. It's black and white. I've never had that. I've never had someone just walking along and going, whoa, have you seen that magpie? It is black and white. No one says that. But I've seen people when they see like a peacock, you know, the ones with the big tail feathers, and it's like, they go, wow, look at that peacock. It's so proud of itself. It's so uh, boom. It's so colourful. Why? Because colour is always better. No one ever goes wow over a magpie. They go wow over the peacock. Final example. Who's ready for this final example? Um, who loves watching TV? Who loves watching uh, movies? Who's on Netflix? Um, you might have seen on Netflix. Who's heard of um, Get Smart? Yeah, Get Smart. So have, I think it's the very original episode. It's black and white, right? Yeah, it's black and white. I don't know how many. I think it's, I know it's definitely the first one. It's black and white. And then after that, it goes to colour. And I can say, once you've watched the colour version, you never go back to black and white. It's just it's dumb. It's like, no, why'd you bother? And so even all old TV shows that are black and white, you're watching, you go, man, this is just so dull because we, we're used to colour because colour is always better. And, uh, but the thing is, with the colour in the TVs, that revolutionised TV. Because as, as I say, colour is always better. You never go back. 
And so I believe when color comes into our lives, it revolutionizes us and you never go back. From black and white, you never go back. Why, why be a, a black and white magpie that no one cares about when you can be a big colorful peacock? But that's, that's all right. So color moments. And so um, as I said about that, when color, when color comes into our lives, it's revolutionized revolutionary just like from tv and you never go back so if you've got your bibles we're going to have a bible verse come up on the screen in matthew 4 18 to 20 and so we're going to look at a color moment in the bible who's keen yeah, yeah. that's exactly right guys so matthew 4 18 to 20 ready one day say one day that's good as jesus was walking along the shore of the sea of galilee he saw two brothers say two brothers simon also called peter and Andrew, so they're the brothers, Simon, also called Peter, cool name, isn't it? And Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they had fished for a long time. Jesus called out for them. Wait, wait, Jesus called out for them. This is interesting. My, my, my page goes from black to red. My page has gone from black to color. So, so we got color, black here. Jesus called out to them, and then color, come follow me, and I'll show you how to fish, to fish for people. Black to cut to black and white, and they left their nets once and followed him. Now I don't know if you got that, but there was a change in that in that in this in my Bible. I don't know if yours has it, but this is what mine has. It goes from black and white. So one day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing their net into water, for they were fish, fishing for a living. Jesus called out to them, boom, colour hits. Come follow me and I will show you how to fish for people. And then they left their nets at once and followed him. Now, when Jesus speaks in the Bible, it's written in red. And I believe when Jesus speaks to us, just like he, it's literally color in the Bible, he brings a color moment into your life. Your story of life goes from black and white to color. And we see that that revolutionized those guys' life. They went from fishing for people, uh, not for fishing, I'll stuff that up. They went from fishing for fish to fishing for people. And then they said they went and followed. They stopped their old life at revolutionized. And so that's pretty cool. Now we're going to go to the next one, another color moment in the Bible. So Matthew uh, 12, uh, no, Matthew 14. So that's a few more pages over. And we're going to look at another thing about that Simon Peter guy. So 14.22 says this. Here, Jesus walking on water. Immediately, so this is black and white. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent people home. Now skip down to a few verses to verse 24. Meanwhile, say meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from the land for a strong wind had arisen, Uh uh-oh, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, now let's pause there, three o'clock in the morning. Now I know what I'm doing at three o'clock in the morning, I'm asleep. Some of you, I know you're on social media texting the boys and the girls. Other of you are playing caught up till 3 o'clock in the morning. But I'm in bed. But we got here. But about 3 o'clock in the morning, and so at 3 o'clock in the morning, the disciples are out in the storms on the water. But then it says this, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. So while we're in bed on social media, um, Facebook Messenger, uh, playing cod, Jesus is doing walk, water walks um, <laughs> on the top. And so, they, uh, so Jesus came toward them walking on water. While the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified in fear. They cried out, it's a ghost. Bump your name and say, it's a ghost. Like you mean it. It's a ghost. You'll get there, Cruz. And so, but Jesus spoke to them at, at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. 
And then we'll, uh, another few verses. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Boom, color moment. Yes, come, Jesus said. And so for us, I don't know what the story of your life is. I don't know how black and white your story is, but we see here a guy called Peter's on this on a just a boring life, black and white life, just in a boat, doing just terrified in life. But he sees Jesus, and he says, Jesus, if this is you, call me out onto the water. And boom, Jesus spoke color into his world, and it, and it changed his direction, and he walked on water. And so I don't know how scared in life you are. I don't know what things frighten you in life. But I believe that when, when you see Jesus, and you say, Jesus, if this is you, get me out of this, situ- this situation, he will speak, bring color into your world, and that will be a transforming moment in your life. So uh, another one, if we come back a few more, um, the, back the other way to Matthew 12, and this is a really cool one. I like this one, Matthew 12, and that's verse uh, 9 to 10. Boom, Matthew 12, 9 to 10. So Jesus heals on the Sabbath. So this is what it says. Then Jesus went over to this, this synagogue where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. Now, I'm not being, when I do this, I'm not being uh, uh, rude or insensitive, but let's just say like like this. He, uh, he saw a man with a deformed hand, so you can't, you can't miss that, can you? You, would, you wouldn't think that's normal for me to be like this all the time. Uh, then the Pharisees asked Jesus, does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say something so they could bring charges against him. And then we'll just skip down to uh, verse 13. Then Jesus said to the man, hold out your hand. And so that was a color moment. Hold out your hand. And... So the man held out his hand, and it was restored just like the other one. And so we see there, a guy had a deformed hand. The black and white story of his life, the, just, the, the story of his life, he's like, I'm deformed. I, I can't do anything with this. But Jesus spoke into his life. He brought color into that black and white situation, and it brought, and it brought um, normality back to his hand. And so I don't know what deformities in life you have. By deformities, it could be anything. I don't know what things that that you just think, like, this is just so dumb. No one else struggles with this in my life. And your life can see so black and white, just like the pages in the book. But I believe Jesus can speak to you. Jesus can speak to that situation. Turn your When he says, stretch out your hand, and you go, you know what, I'm going to step past this issue, you'll see normality come back because it's a color moment. It's a shifting, revolutionized moment in your life. All right, go to another book, a few books over to Luke 19. This is one of my favorite, like, verses ever. Luke uh, 19, or chapters, just is the best. Well, I, don't, I just get so many revelations out of it. And so Luke 19 is about this guy called Zacchaeus. And he's just like, he's just like my buddy in the Bible. But, uh, oh, too far. Boom. Here we go. So Jesus and Zacchaeus. So again, black and white. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man named Zacchaeus. Say Zacchaeus. Zach man Zacchaeus. He was, uh, you know, like... For those of you that don't know, like, I'm not the best speller. And so before I could, like, spell Zacchaeus, I used to always write Zach Man because there's no other way I could get it. So if you can't spell Zacchaeus, write Zach Man. That's how it helped me. Um, yeah, so he, he saw a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. Mm, baby, very rich. That's what we're talking about. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. That sucks. Um, uh so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked at Zacchaeus and called him by name. That's, this is awesome. So he goes from black and white, boom, color hits here. Zacchaeus, he said, come quick down. I must be the guest in your home today. And that was a color moment. And so obviously we see there, Zacchaeus was his shorty, like 
oh, I can't see him. I can't see him. But he, he decides to climb up a tree, and Jesus saw him, and Jesus knows his name. And, I, and you know what? Again, I don't know what shortness you have in life that you can't see Jesus. I don't know what the issues are that's uh, causing you to be able to be below the crowd, but I believe when you position yourself to see Jesus, he, he calls you by name, and he'll go, Leah, I'm meeting with you today. He'll say, uh, William, I'm meeting with you today. He'll say, James, I'm meeting with you today. Chelsea, he'll say, Chelsea, I'm meeting with you today. And I believe just like that, our lives can be black and white. Our lives can just be so, I'm sure, I'm a nobody, I'm so boring. But Jesus can speak. And just like in the Bible, there's color in that moment. There's going to be color and a transformation in your life. Because then what we see there, as we keep, continue to read... So Kiso said he was a very rich man, but he was rich because he was like a fraud. He would stealing people's stuff. He'd be like, um, it'd just be like charging people, overpricing people for things, and no one did anything about it. So no one liked him. And so Jesus copped a bit from people them saying, Jesus, why are you why are you spending time with that guy? He's like a he's a crook. But from that moment with Jesus, his life transformed, and he said, I'm going to give all my money that I don't not deserving of back to people that deserve it, and need it. So with that, I want to encourage you, people might say, say, say to Liana, Liana, you don't deserve to have Jesus speak to you. Um, uh, Cruz, people might say, Cruz doesn't deserve Jesus to speak to him. But you know what? Our, all of our stories that are black and white, Jesus, you still deserve Jesus. And when he speaks, you'll go from being a, a fraud with a lot of money to a, a, um, a good person giving away a lot of money. And so I just want to encourage you with that. We've got to bring these color moments to our, into our life where we go from black and white to color. Who's ready for the last one? So go to uh, Luke, uh, no, Luke, Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. Better up. And so uh, here we go. Saul's conversion. So you ready for that? Saul's conversion. So meanwhile, Saul, and so again, black and white. Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest. He, request, he requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way. So you're pretty much saying, I want to arrest any Christian um, he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. That's, uh, that's guys a terrorist, eh? Um, as he was approaching Damascus on the, this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone upon him. Ah, like that, something like that. <laughs> uh, shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Boom, color. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then black and white, who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, color, I am Jesus, the one you were persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. And so again, we see here a black and white story of this man who's like, he's, he's, uh, his objective would be to come to One Youth tonight, put us all into chains, take us down to the foreshore and go, all right, let's like kill him or something. That was his, his aim, but... In this black and white story of this guy Saul's life, Jesus shone down upon him, brought color by speaking into his life and said, you know what, why are you persecuting me? I'm Jesus. And, I, and, and then he says, go to this place and do what I tell you to do. And so I don't know, again, for what your life looks like. I don't know what, what things you're against, but I believe that when Jesus speaks into your life, he'll bring color and he'll bring a, a wow. He'll, he'll turn your black and white into transformation. Like This is like the TV. It's revolutionary revolutionary when jesus speaks to us it's revolutionary in our lives so um uh boom so when jesus speaks it's not just black and white words on a page it's color and so we just gotta we gotta 
for me, like this is this revelation I've had is that I can't wait to read the Bible and go, I want to see these black and white situations turn to colour and I want to see the transformation in it. And so I, I, I and I also go, God, I want to see that in my life. I want to see the times when you speak to me where my life is this black and white story on a page to goes boom, a colour moment. That's where things got flipped around. And so um, it's not just colour, it's life-changing and it's life-defining. When Jesus speaks into your life, it's revolutionary. When Jesus speaks into your life, it's wow, ooh, or mmm. I don't know other ones, baby, yeah. Like all these, all those things that when you go, oh, that's pizza, that's fresh pizza calling my name and all those sounds that you make, we might like, mm-mm. Or when, when Jesus speaks into your life, it's that kind of a situation. That's a, it's not just a, oh, yeah, it's a black and white page. No, it's color. It's wow, yeah, come on. So... Um, and so I want to say, in the story of your life, is your story just black and white? There's a question for you to write down. Is the story of my life black and white, or is the story of my life got color in it? And so this is just, I want, I want, it's a serious question which I need you to think about. And so I want to share some color moments in my life. So the moments where my life has been a black and white story to boom. Jesus spoke to me, and color came in, and my course of my direction changed. So first one, in 2010. Who was alive in 2010? We should have all been. Uh, that was the, uh, the year I moved here to Port Lincoln, and a guy by the name of Pastor David Hall, he's a pastor in Adelaide, he had a prophecy over me, and so what he basically said was, um, Josh, um, you're not in Port Lincoln because of your parents, so for those that don't know, my parents are the pastors here, and they moved me and my family from Adelaide to here, but this prophecy was, Josh, you're not here because of your parents, they pretty much, God used them to bring me here, and so I'm here um, for my own purpose, for my own calling on my life, and that... Uh, I'm a leader. He, he said that you're a leader, Josh, and he could see, by the way, I just apparently lived, which is cool, and that I'm going to be doing some cool things in my life. And so that was Jesus speaking through him into my life, saying, Josh, you might be, um, your life is black and white. You're in Port Lincoln uh, because you're, you have to, but you know what? A color moment was born to my life where it goes, you know what, Josh? You're not just here because you're here. You're here to transform this place. You're here, like, honestly, and this is not a brag of me, but look, if I wasn't here, this wouldn't be here tonight. And so, you know what? We've got to go, I go, you know what, Jesus, that was a color moment in my life. I could have chose, not had heard that Jesus moment and be doing nothing today, or I could have heard that and we see stuff like this happening tonight. So a second one, and these aren't all of them. These are just a few of the ones I wanted to share. And so, um, when I was 18, I was given a free car. That's pretty cool, right? Like when I was 18, that was a color moment in my life. But um, back when I was 16, I heard this Bible verse, and this is what it said, Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he'll give you everything you need. And so when I was a 16-year-old, I read that, and I started, God started challenging me in my life and going, you know what, Josh? Seek me above everything else, and I'll give you all you need. And so back when I was 16, I was a footy fanatic. Like, I still love my footy. I love Richmond. Yeah, yo, I'm black. Um, I love playing footy as well, and it controlled my life, like, Family holidays would all be based around when I didn't have footy on. If I had a buy, yep, we could go on a holiday. But if we didn't have a buy, we'd be playing footy. I wouldn't be going on a holiday. But when I was 16, like, I know that was a real, for sure, defining moment in my life. I go, you know what? Footy doesn't come first. Church comes first. I'd start, my agenda would start going from, well, what's on church this week? Footy would take second priority. And from some of those, and there's a few other things in my life that obviously came first. But when I started making the decision to put church first, God first in my life, I saw... Um, that when you seek first the kingdom of God, he'll give you everything you need. And so for me, God gave me a free car, and I'm just like, wow, Jesus, you answered that promise in the Bible. I saw you speak to me, and I saw that transformation in my life where I got a car. And then another thing, a side note from that as well, if I had a choice, buy a car or buy a bass guitar? And so realistically, I would have had to buy a car because I needed to um, 
drive around the place. But God, again, I seek the first kingdom of God. He provided me for a car so I could get a base and do that stuff as well. As so I want to encourage you, when Jesus starts speaking to your life, um, you'll see these color moments come in where you go, wow, oh, this is crazy. Like when I, got, when I had this guy approach me say, Josh, um, you got your peas? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you have a car? I'm like, nah. And he goes, I'm going to give you mine. And I thought, I thought it was a joke. But you know what? We see color moments. Just like in the Bible, a lot of those guys would have thought it was a joke. They thought, are you serious? But you know what? Jesus spoke into their life just like he spoke into mine, and it brings transformation, wow, into it. Yeah. My final one. So um, another, another story in my life is that, obviously, I knew I was here for a reason and a purpose from David Hall, but then I thought my time was coming to an end, and I was asked to go to a church in Adelaide. And then... I was praying about it because like, between me, I wanted to go to Adelaide. I wanted to get out of here. I thought there's a lot of things that just annoyed me. And I'm like, this place is horrible. This really frustrates me. And then I was offered to go to Adelaide to be, to be involved in the youth and stuff. Then I was like, yeah, baby, come on. I thought Jesus is speaking to me, um, bringing color in. But I, but I did the right thing. I said, God, I'll just pray about it. And it wasn't overnight. It wasn't the next day I got the answer. But I said, God, just open the right doors and shut the wrong ones. And, I, and between you and me, I was really playing in my head. Close Port Lincoln, open up Adelaide. Close Port Lincoln, open up Adelaide. But I was speaking, God, open up the right doors and close the right, um, uh, there. The, the motives of my heart was wrong, but the words were right, which is good. Because then I was reading the Bible and boom, John 12, uh, 27, 28. Now this is a bit different context, but it spoke to me. Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came, Father, to bring glory to your name. And so you know what, that spoke to me because I thought... I. Life was tough here. Now, I wasn't about to die or anything, but it was horrible, not good. But you know what? God spoke to me and said, you know what, Josh? You're not, um, don't pray for your, for, um, uh, your, like, for my will to be taken away from your life. You're here for a reason. It's to bring glory to me. And so why do I do youth now? So God gets glorified. Not so I'm cool. It's so that you come to know Jesus and glorify him. And so that was a color moment in my life where I went from moving to Adelaide and doing being a black and white story, or going, you know what? Boom, color here. Josh, you're staying here to revolutionize Port Lincoln. And I'm here because I believe we can see Port Lincoln change for the better, that we can see things that, just cultural things like drugs and that are liberated, that it's not even a problem anymore. And people are like, what's happening in Port Lincoln? We go, you know what? There's a God that we love, and he's changing us. And so um, when uh, Jesus, I want to say this, Jesus just doesn't want to bring color into your world. He wants to bring color into your life. So say that. God doesn't want to bring color into my world. He wants to bring color into my life. Say that after me. Jesus doesn't want to bring color into my world. He wants to bring color into my life. You got it, Jimmy. And so uh, if you want to see color in your life, you've got to tune into Jesus. Hmm, funny one. Write that down. If you, want to see, um, if you want to see color in your life, tune into Jesus. Second point. If you want to see color in your life, you've got to um, turn Jesus on in your life. Hmm. And so I'll say that again. If you want to see color in your life, turn Jesus on in your life. And so um, what do I mean when I say tune in and turn on? So it's a good theory. Who's, a, who's got a TV at home? Who's ever had to make it work, like from being like unplugged in to plugged in? So first, first thing we do is, the first thing we do is we get the antenna cord, because on our roof we've got an antenna that gets the signals. We plug that in the back, so we get, we get signal. Second point is we get the PowerPoint and plug it in. And then we turn it on. And so how do we get our TV from being black and white to color? We've got to first tune it in. And then second of all, we've got to turn it on. And so it, that, our life is like a TV. First of all, Jesus is speaking. Jesus is talking. He, just like there's in the air, we can't see it, the TV signals. But 
there's an aerial that you've got to tune into, plug it in. And then I know when we had the TV changeover, we had like scan for them. So we've got to have a thing where we're scanning in, tuning for Jesus. The second point is we've got to turn the TV on. If the TV's not on, it's going to be black and white or it's just going to be black. It's not going to have any color. But when we tune into Jesus, when we turn it, when we go, you know what, Jesus, now we're turning you on in my life, color comes into it. And so uh, there's a few ways we can go, okay, then, how do I tune in? How do I... Excuse me, I'm burping all over the place. Um, uh, yeah, you go, um, how, do I, how do I tune in? How do I turn God on in my life? There was that water, eh? It got the water down. It, like, down it. If I tried to do it, I couldn't do it. But when you just do it naturally, it comes out. Um, so, yeah, for turning on Jesus in our life and tuning in is when, we go, when you read your Bible, when you, go, when you open that up, that's given that place in your life where you go, you know what, God, um, I'm tuning in. I'm, I'm hearing your, uh, that color. I'm wanting to see that color come into my life. And turning on is going, you know what, day by day, doing it, making that chance. Because I can skim past the Bible and not read it, but, I can, but then there's times where you read it and take it slow. And I just want to encourage you, we have the Vision 180s. Come see me at the end and we'll give you one. And there are ways we go, you know what, Jesus, we're tuning in. We're, um, we're, we're wanting to turn you on in our lives. And, when, and even praying, pray before and after and go, Jesus, Help us see what we need to see today. Help us just clear out whatever could block us and help us just have the, um, the, the thoughts and the perspectives from you to help us see, uh, see what you want us to see. And so, um, and then back to the start. So Luke, Luke uh, 24.32, and uh, this is what it said. They, the two disciples, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us and so for us to know because we might go all right has Jesus spoken to me or not is it my, is this just black and white story or is this color well you'll have a burning in your heart and so for my, for my example when I talked about when I read that verse in John where, where I said um, when Jesus said my heart is troubled um, should I pray take this away from me but it's like I want your will to be done not mine that was a burning moment in my life when I go you know what I could I had the burning that Jesus was speaking to me he was bringing color into my life and so for you if you might question when you start reading your bible when you start connecting into God and saying Jesus what color you wanting to bring into my life when you when you'll get a burning in your heart when you go I know Jesus is speaking I know he's bringing color and so I just want to um if I just get um, a keyboard player up please Bethany they'll be sweet as um, I just want to really encourage you that the story, the story of our lives can be like a book, just black and white pages, but Jesus doesn't want that to be that way, he d- and he doesn't, doesn't need to be that way. I, I believe when you take it seriously and go, Jesus, I just want to have, um, have a connection and a place where, where I have these color moments, where I have these moments where I go from being black and white book to revolutionary, just like the TV, and just like, what? Let's why have a life of a, a magpie? Let's have a life of a, a peacock. Like seriously, I want to. I believe that we can. That's what God's intended for us. He He intends to bring color. He intends to bring brightness. He intends to um, have all those things just to the fullness. And as the title was for the start, color is always better. And so, like, that black and white history of our lives it sucks. But it's when Jesus speaks, He's the one that brings value. He's the one that brings purpose. And as I shared a few weeks ago, I talked about the legacy stones. And I was saying that if we were to die tomorrow, what would we be remembered for? And I believe that when we might not know what we're going to, we want to be remembered for, but I believe that when Jesus speaks and brings a color moment, we'll go, that's a legacy stone. That's the thing that I build my life upon. That changed it. That's a foundation that I can um, uh, go up higher. So I'm just going to um, uh, pray. And as I pray, I'm just going to welcome um, up the the musicians to sing us a song. But um, if we can all just uh, quickly bow our heads and close our eyes, 
I don't know what, um, what your life looks like. I don't know uh, what you believe about this God stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. But what I do know is if you're serious about, if, you, if you're intrigued and you're serious about this Jesus that I want to speak about and you, and you thought, you know what, I, 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 wanna, I want a colour moment in my life. I'm sick and tired of the history of my life being a black and white book. I want to see colour come in. I want to see colour, uh, uh, I want to see this, this revolutionary, revolutionary moment in my life where I go from seeing this black and white nothing to just complete, wow, Jesus, you've, you've done something to my life. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm just going to, between you and God right now, say, God, that's me. I want that that moment where I go from uh, uh, from the black and white story to a clear, evident moment where you burn in my heart and I know that you've spoken. So I'm just going to pray if that's you. Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you that that you're speaking to us. Jesus, just like as a t- that we know with physically on earth, we've got TV antennas, Lord, and the aerial. Lord, we believe that... Um, you got the, the you, you're speaking, Lord. It's just a matter of us tuning into you. Help us this week tune into you in a way that we have a color moment. Help the rest of our lives be places where we can tune into you and hear what you're speaking to us about. We thank you so much that uh, that you can speak to us and you will speak to us. We thank you that our life isn't just going to be a color moment. Uh, I mean, a black and white place. It's going to be full of color moments where we look. When people look, just like when you script, uh, flick through the Bible, there's so many so many pages of color from your um, from your voice, Jesus, that we, people will flick through the history of our life and go, wow, colour, Jesus speaking moment. Whoa, a Jesus speaking moment. Yeah, baby, a Jesus speaking moment. And so we thank you, Jesus, that the Bible can represent our lives in that way, that from black and white to red to colour, that we, our life can go from black and white to red and colour. And we just thank you for that so much, Jesus.